Coming to you for parts unknown, because no stay-at-home order can stop us from bringing a weekly dose of wrestling awesomeness. I'm Chris Heat Matthews, he's Garrett G. Money Mun, and this is episode 35 of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. Oh yeah! New What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is it my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! Alright, so what's going on, man? Oh, not a whole lot. Uh, you know. COVID 19's getting us separating us from doing it the easy ways, but we're figuring out how to do it. So uh, we're getting it done. Yeah, it was pretty simple setup on my end. So hopefully it wasn't too much to uh, get through for you. Uh, it wasn't too bad. There's a couple of settings that were messed up, but we got it together. Awesome. We are like the WWE. We got it rolling here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note, be sure to follow us on Instagram at WrestleGettingPod. That's WrestleGettingPod with two Ds. And Pod with one D. And that is because Twitter can't handle two Ds. <laughs> uh, also, like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod to stay up to date on all the happenings with the show. Um, any questions, comments, concerns, hate mail can be sent to AskWrestleGettin at gmail.com. Um, just want to take a second on that too. Um, any feedback that you guys can send us um, to the email address or on any of the social media posts would be fantastic. Uh, just let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, focus on or talk about anything of that nature would be super helpful to help bring you the best show possible. Yep, we uh, we definitely want to give you guys something to listen to, uh, especially during these. Uh, weird times, and uh, we want to hopefully brighten somebody's day listening to a wrestling podcast. <laughs> all right, so that's going to wrap up the housekeeping intro, all that fun stuff. So let's jump in to the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 945 hulk all right, a um, bit of a touch of bad news aside from the COVID-19, but uh, WWE Hall of Famer, one half of the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Ricky Morton was diagnosed with Bell's palsy, um, which, of course, is the same thing that um, Jim Ross um, suffers from as well, or lives with David. I don't know if he's really suffering from it, but um, but Ricky Morton has stated that he feels fine physically aside from the uh, disfiguring of his face, uh, which I guess... He had posted another update as well, saying that, you know, things are starting to look up for him. He's starting to look a little better, feel a little better um, about his overall appearance and all that fun stuff. So, so it kind of sucks for Ricky Morton, but, uh, you know, that man has had a legendary career with uh, Robert Gibson. So, nothing to be ashamed of there. Not at all. No. It's actually, it's a, uh, that's like the biggest chunk of news from this week. There really wasn't anything really noteworthy um there actually there was one thing that i did forget to put in here um the uh performance center orlando was shutting down everything 
uh, later this week. Uh, this will drop tomorrow, recording Thursday night, so Friday. I believe Orlando's stay-at-home order starts Friday night, if I'm not mistaken. So everything gets shut down, including the Performance Center. We don't know what that's going to do for WWE um, as far as their tapings and things like that. Um, we do know that WrestleMania is being taped, uh, pre-taped uh, to air next Saturday or next Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Jesus, get my dates confused again. So, <laughs> uh, so but um, yeah. As, as far as anything after WrestleMania, or actually after NXT, because NXT was taped is going to be taped for two weeks out for this this week and the week after Mania. So after that, we we have no clue what's going to happen as far as like anything WWE related as what they're going to broadcast. Um, what does that leave for AEW as well? Or they is Jacksonville going to follow up and do the same thing? Uh, it's all it's all up in the air right now. So let's just be uh, thankful. Pre-taped or live, we've got something. Crowd or no crowd, we've got some some stuff coming up over the next couple of weeks to at least keep us entertained. Yeah, that's for sure. But um, aside from that, uh, Vice's Dark Side of the Ring premiered this past Tuesday. Uh, that episode, the uh, two-hour season premiere, uh, which was about the the Benoit um, murder suicide tragedy, drew the raised the scene with their coverage that retelling of that. Um, I know you haven't got a chance to watch it yet, right? No, I have not. Yeah. It was um, very gripping, and the way that they put everything together, uh, the, you know, hearing Benoit's son Daniel about the incident, um, even, you know, he was 10, 11, probably a little younger than that all the time. I think he was 10. Uh, it happened, and it was just, you know, I, I couldn't imagine the type of place that he, he was in emotion for that. Um, it's just that whole, that whole aspect of it, but it did bring light to some other issues like the whole, the CTE with the concussions, things like that with, um, Chris Nowinski being Benoit's brain and, you know, just, you know, like they went into detail with like all the damaged tissue and things like that, which they believe because of that is what drove Benoit to do what he did, but it was just. It, it was very heavy to watch, but um, the one thing that I did pull from this is that Nancy Nancy Benoit, um, who portrayed woman in WCW, uh, who of course was at one time married to Kevin Sullivan and was valet for Kevin Sullivan um, until he wrote the and uh, where um, Nancy was leaving him to go be with Benoit, which actually coming true. Uh, so the joke, the big joke with that is, is Kevin Sullivan actually wrote his own divorce. So. <laughs> But um, Nancy deserves to be recognized for her contributions to the wrestling world. She was a hell of a valet, um, was a natural at it, and it's just it's something that doesn't get used today. I mean, NXT is starting to pick it up a little bit more, but it's it's something that needs to be used more often. And she she did a hell of a job um, either when she was managing with Ric Flair, when she was with Kevin Sullivan, when she was with uh, she. She commanded attention when she was on the screen, and she deserves recognition for that throughout the wrestling world. But uh, yeah, you definitely need to check that out. 
Yeah, I'll definitely get to watching it for sure. Um, I'm sure it'll be everything it needs to be. <laughs> Next week's episode is the uh, Primes of New Jack. <laughs> oh boy. And, yeah, and that's that's going to be a, a circus show in itself, though. Um, they actually secured an interview with New Jack talking about the uh, mass transit with him. You know, stabbing the dude like nine times, crazy shit that New Jack's done throughout his career. So, definitely interesting. That indeed. But uh, like I said, that's slow news week. So that's that's all I got for news. Uh, so with that being said, let's jump into the points of articulation. These aren't dolls, and they're certainly not teddy bears. WCW Power Slam wrestlers, figures and rings sold separately. All right, so slow figure news as well. This whole COVID nineteen is just kind of uh, killing everything right now. But I mean, what can you do? It's out of our control. It's out of Mattel's control. But there is some new stuff trickling down. Um, the WWE fan takeover line. I keep forgetting to put in our notes to talk about over the last few weeks. Poll is up on WWE.com, and it is for Adam Cole. There are three different ring attires to pick from. One of them is the uh, War Games attire with the camouflage. Matches the Roderick Strong that was released uh, a couple waves ago. So I believe a lot of people uh, have been saying they've been voting for that one just to go with the Roderick Strong and kind of give us something a little different uh, compared to what we've seen before with the previous two Adam Cole figures. So it's either black and yellow or yellow and black are the other two options. Uh, previous weeks on that as well, we saw Seth Rollins, which one of the options was the um, the, the Thanos gear, which I know we got a basic for, but to get that in elite form and to be able to get the details on there, which hopefully may be something they can do. I know that's one that I voted for. And then we had uh, Ricky Steamboat uh, the following week, which was a WCW-inspired gear and his all-white ring gear with the robe. I'm looking forward to see what the next one is. So There should be one more, I believe, because I think they're really doing these polls all the way up to the uh, week of WrestleMania. So, so we should get one more this weekend. Oh, yeah. I uh, also sent you pictures of the Walmart Funko WrestleMania display, uh, which is all based around... Yeah. Those pins. Like I want the pins. I don't know why. I just really want those pins. But yeah. the... The lunchbox is pretty cool. Um, you get the uh, six-inch Andre the Giant pop and the new Hulk Hogan pop with him ripping his shirt. Our Walmart exclusive, and they should be popping up in stores. Shirt, too, and a lunchbox. I don't know if I mentioned those. But. So lots of cool stuff coming down the pipeline for those. Uh, we were going to do an unboxing of the Elite 75 Hurricane. But uh, it really doesn't seem fun to do an unboxing when like, both of us can't look at it at the same time. So what I'm going to do with that is uh, probably just do a quick unboxing video at some point uh, over the next couple of days and post that up to the um, Instagram channels or YouTube or something like that or the Facebook page, somewhere around there. But we'll definitely receive notification when it goes up, um, especially if you are following the Instagram, the Twitter, or the Facebook. All that fun stuff. So, good times. 
Good times. So that is pretty much all I've got on that. You got anything? I don't. Nothing else. Nothing I can think of. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break for a one of our sponsors. Then, we, as always, with our Get in the Ring segment. So stay tuned. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon podcast. And I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, we are back. So let's get in the ring. And we are back. So um let's uh let's talk about some SmackDown. I actually watched SmackDown this week. I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, I I just nothing was on. The kids were going to bed, so I was like, yeah, let me throw on some SmackDown. Um so like the biggest things come out of this, we had the debut the quote unquote debut of Gronk, um, which no one gave a shit about. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I even think if there was a crowd there too, I I don't think they would have cared at all. No, it's just it it is what it is. So, um, he's basically going to end up like I I don't think he's going to be a singles competitor. Like I'd be very surprised at that. Um, this might be the only chance for Mojo to make anything of his career at all by grabbing on a Gronk's coattails and you know holding on for dear life. But <laughs> yeah, but, that's uh, true. You know, he, he couldn't uh, learn anything from Ryder and be, you know, a good tag team partner. He's yeah. hype all the time. Yeah. Actually, they talked about that quite a bit with, uh, <laughs> I think we talked about it last week, how they, like, smuggled Mojo into the, uh, like, his debut at Washington, when he was there in Washington, D.C. for a SmackDown, and they smuggled Mojo. He convinced everyone that, like, the <laughs> – the entire city of Washington, D.C. knew who he was. Yeah. And, like, he never told Ryder that. He, yeah, he never told Ryder that he was there, and he just, like, came out to, like, no crowd reaction whatsoever. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, fucking mojo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we get? Uh, we had Paige announce Bailey's uh, WrestleMania opponents. Opponents, not opponents. Uh, which was originally supposed to be a six-pack challenge, um, which is now a five-way because Dana Brooke has been removed due to her not feeling well. So she's uh, quarantining, but we've got, including that matchup is Sasha, Tamina, Naomi, Bailey, and Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I, I don't know how that match is going to turn out, honestly. And I think it might be the way for them to get the belt on Sasha um, without her actually having to pin. That's what I'm thinking. Her, so. yeah, right. That's what I'm thinking. It comes on like Sasha and Lacey Evans. Yeah, I could see that. But, uh, but we'll move on to the WrestleMania match next. We have a quick uh, rundown of the WrestleMania card. Uh, just but um, next week, we'll go more in-depth on the uh, main matches. Uh, what else happened? SmackDown. We had that that Miz and Morrison segment was freaking hilarious. <laughs> I was dying. Oh, I was dying. <laughs> oh, man. Miz and Morrison are so awesome together. It's just pure gold. Oh, so great. <laughs> Like that dressed as bacon, it's supposed to be like fans of heavy machinery. It's freaking awesome. Oh yeah, I was dying. Even though like uh, them being New Day was funny as shit, and uh, the Usos, all of it, it was great. It was so good. That ended up becoming a match again with Miz and Morrison against uh, Heavy Machinery with Ziggler on commentary. Well, match wasn't bad. But, I mean, the segment before it definitely overshadowed the actual match. Yeah, and then Otis went on a rampage and still, still, still cheered everybody in the ring and outside the ring and <laughs> felt like he was gonna hit Tucker for a minute. Tucker, 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 Tucker. And close the show with Reigns and Goldberg signing their contract. I'm not I'm really not looking forward to this match at all. I just don't know why every match has to have a contract signing. We know it's gonna happen. Why does there need to be a contract signed in the middle of the ring? I know they have nothing else to do, but I mean, it's just annoying. Sometimes. It's either you give us a contract signing or we get another like replay of an old ass match. True. So, I mean, like, we got on Raw, but yeah. Yeah, didn't, uh, SmackDown, we got um, Cena versus Bray Wyatt from WrestleMania like three, four years ago. Yeah, and then Raw this week was the. Uh, what, that Rumble match with Cena, Brock, and Rollins? Yeah, the triple threat. Yep. I thought, was that WrestleMania? I think it was Rumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, it's a Raw. So, um, apparently, they took some notes from one else who uses big impact and Ring of Honor. And AEW, <laughs> and they change their camera angle to uh, focus more on the stage and not the fact that there's a whole bunch of empty space around them. So it actually it looks better, um, especially when you're not you know panning for a crowd reaction or anything like that. So um, props to them for actually doing something um, constructive, I guess. But now is crediting AEW for doing it and making. Raw do the same thing. Like, oh, not everything. W hasn't done everything first. Like, I don't understand why people don't understand that. Anything to uh, you know say AW is better than WB? They'll do it. Yeah, but the thing, the biggest thing with that is like a lot of these fans are are kind of new, so they don't they don't remember or know. But WW's old TV shows, they actually. 
film towards the state. They did that a lot during the Attitude Era too. Is like the hard camera used to aim well, used to be pointed to the stage at the beginning before they moved it to you know get the crowd and all that other stuff. So. Yeah. So uh, all right, other big notes from there. Orton accepted Edge's challenge for the Last Man Standing match, so that will happen at WrestleMania. Uh, it's pretty solid promo from Orton. Like really nothing, nothing you did. Wouldn't expect from Orton. Um, AJ issued a boneyard challenge to the Undertaker. Question mark? The, what the fuck is that? Exactly. <laughs> like, is this is this like a graveyard match or something? Is this how they can get away with not filming at the performance ever or having more people there? Like, I guarantee you this is going to take place in a damn graveyard. Like, it would have to. Um, of course it will. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's anyone there anyway, so they're not, you know, as long as they participate yeah. in social distancing, that's all that matters. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> they have to make sure they stay six feet away from the corpses at all time. Correct. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Becky gets some revenge on Shayna Baszler. Um, wailed her, knocked her out with a steel chair during her uh, interview with, um, with Charlie. Oh my God, that chair shot was like, damn! Like that chair really yeah. echoed. Uh, yeah, sure does. So, um, yeah, so there's that. Fake, fake that. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Uh, so we had that, and then we had uh, Rollins dropping another promo. Um, I'm pretty pretty positive now we're getting Owens and Rollins. So, oh, has it been officially announced yet, or no? No, I think it's up to Owens to kind of like say a stipulation because I remember, I think it was, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, Rollins said he would face him anywhere, anytime, this and that and the third. So just needed a name to play some time. So I think it's going to be up to Owens to say like, this is what we're doing and let it go from there. So we'll probably get that Monday before Mania then. Probably. Awesome sauce. So, um, so that's, Smack NWA no no show again this week. Um, we did get a uh, <laughs> a hair versus hair match between David Arquette and Josephus. Josephus, <laughs> uh, which actually was a very entertaining match. Um, like Arquette's actually gotten really good in the ring. Like compared to when he was WCW champion, like he's actually taking it serious. You know, he's tried to make some sort of a career out of this now. And, like, I got mad respect for, for David Arquette for doing that, especially at his age. But, uh, but it was pretty solid. Pretty solid matchup between the two of them. So, of course, uh, Joseph is lost and ended up getting his head shaped. So. <laughs> that I did Good times. All right. So, uh, that was NWA. Let's jump into NXT. Stick with uh, – a little bit with WWE there, but um, Triple H opened the show, announced that the takeover matches will happen during the NXT broadcast over the next two weeks on USA. Lots of fun stuff there. Uh, we had Gargano and Ciampa in a face-to-face. Um, apparently, this will be the last time that Ciampa and Gargano will be wrestling each other in NXT. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. And the more the most interesting part of that 
was towards the end of the promo, we had a promo video, uh, which actually showed a little bit of Killer Cross in it. So Killer Cross is definitely coming, coming soon. Yeah, I mean, I think I think what that means though is them doing that that he was probably going to be at like ringside at the takeover because you know how they do the takeover events like whoever's new coming in they're like at ringside or whatever. Oh. So they were probably planning on doing that, and since everything got fucked up, they just made a promo. Thing. Well, they've been running the vignettes for him too for last few weeks now. Yeah, and stuff like that. No, because it's essentially like the same video. That just actually had Killer Cross's face in it at the time. Gotcha. And then we had um, uh, or uh, I can't remember what the hell is uh WWE is it's like Dexter Loomis or something like that, but it's uh, former Samuel Shaw, so he'll be coming as well. Another promo from Adam Cole, basically telling Dream that he needs to be an arrow before he even gets a shot at his title. So which sets up, um, I believe, next NXT we're getting versus Bobby Fish. The week. Who knows? Yeah. And then we had the uh, ladder match call. Io Shirai made her return. And uh, Candice LeRae uh, qualified well, uh, defeating the one. Her name, but I really like her. Oh, yeah, yeah, the chick with the braids. I can't remember what the hell. Yeah, you're talking about. Um, Candice LeRae. It was like Caden or something. Caden Carter. Carter. Yeah. Good Lord. Yep. Terrible with name. Yeah, don't worry. It's, 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 yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, NXT was announced that the final participant in the ladder match will be in, in a Latin Royal uh, which uh, who was supposed to take on Aaliyah, but got um, taken out by EO. Um, Dakota Kai, pretty much everyone who else, like Caden Carter, um, T. Blackheart, and whoever Mia Yim defeated. I can't remember who all Mia Yim. Yeah, yeah but those... Yeah. yeah, those they'll be in a last chance battle royal. So the winner of that will go on to the, the ladder match, which I'm pretty sure it's going to be Dakota Kai since uh, Tegan Knox is in the uh, the ladder match. So. Makes, Makes sense. sense. So, um, uh, this week was a very exciting episode. Uh, obviously, but postponed, so we don't know when that's going to happen. Uh, we had the opening contest of Cody taking on Jimmy Havoc. Uh, which, of course, Cody won. Really good matchup between the two of them. And we got another fire promo from Jake the Snake Roberts, which he threw some shots at Brandy, you know, calling her Mo- calling her Monica <laughs> in regards to uh, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> awesome. Good stuff there. So. Uh, what else we have? So another good matchup. So we had uh, Kenny Omega take on Sammy Guevara for the Triple A. I think it was a Triple A which that was a great matchup, too, yeah. which saw Omega retain. Uh, the best part of that was Sammy having the characters of um, Jericho and, I think, uh, Hager and um, Brandy 
lined up in chairs at ringside. It's freaking hilarious. <laughs> you think who the other one was? Is Brandy? Yeah, the one the chick was supposed to be Brandy. Yeah, like because on commentary, they're like, "Who is that supposed to be?" And they kept like talking about it, like they didn't know who the hell it was. It even had Brandy's name written on it. Did it? Yeah, it was like, it? yeah. I don't. They, they kept talking about it like they didn't know who it was. <laughs> so I think Cody was on commentary at that point too. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. We ended the show with the face-off between Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy. I'm telling you right now, was, Jericho and Van Dark won. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. I don't like you. I don't like your political views on life. But you know what? <laughs> I respect you. Why don't you come join the Orange Inner Circle? Hey, come back here. <laughs> don't fly away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, I was dying. Uh, I know a lot of people are knocking the teleportation thing that Vanguard one does for Matt Hardy, but uh, it's just people. I think it's people who don't understand the gimmick. But uh, but the the back and forth between Jericho and Hardy is great, especially uh, Hardy referencing you know the souls of Abraham Lincoln and Martin Luther King being at ringside. Yep. <laughs> oh man, that was so awesome. <laughs> It was amazing. All right. So that is uh, your weekly recap, your weekly rundown of uh, what's happening in the uh, world of wrestling. Uh, We're going to do a quick rundown of the matches announced so far for WrestleMania, which I believe is almost the entire card. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we got much. We may have like one or two matches they might still put in, but. Not, not a whole lot left. So we're still waiting on stipulation for Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Um, we got Randy Orton versus Edge in the last man standing match, which was confirmed on Monday night. Uh, we have a waste of a matchup between Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley, which I don't know where the hell this matchup came from. I guess it's just a way to get Lashley. We're just going to throw something on there? Pretty much. I guess <laughs> on the card. So, I mean, this should be a pretty good match. I mean, Lashley's not bad in the ring. Agreed. The two of them will put on a decent matchup. Um, but as far as like the overall charisma in that match, Alistair Black's going to carry that match charisma-wise because Lashley has the char- nail. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, John Cena taking on The Fiend, uh, which should be a pretty pretty solid matchup between the two of them. I'm really looking forward to that one. Like Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. We're still waiting for a stipulation for that. Uh, we've got Undertaker versus AJ Styles in uh, the five-way elimination match for the SmackDown Women's Champion versus Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Naomi. Uh, Raw Women's Championship match, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler, which is probably going to be one of the best night. Uh, Raw Tag Team Championship match. I don't even know how this came together. Uh, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garden. Yep. Oh, I guess uh, yeah. apparently with that, um, Rey Mysterio is also um, self-quarantining. So, the, the Fatal 4-Way match for the U.S. Championship. Which kind of... Interesting. 
this the match between Profits and Andrade and Garza should be pretty good. Like they're the four of them are no slouches in the ring. Yeah, it'll be really good. So, and um, uh, what else we got? Goldberg versus Rebel Reigns Universal Championship match. I don't think anybody really is looking forward to that one. And probably the most anticipated match is the NXT Women's Championship match between Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. That one. Um, other match that you forgot on this is the Brock Lesnar uh, McIntyre match. That yeah, that's not it. Wasn't even listed on here. I copy and pasted shit, and it's not even on here. So yeah, so yeah, WWE title Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. What the hell, man? So. What the hell, man? Damn. All right. Well, that's a. Uh, that's it for our Get in the Ring segment. Uh, like I said, next week we'll take a closer look at um, at the WrestleMania card. We'll break down the matches. We'll we'll give you our picks on who we think is going to win, any title changes, stuff like that, with uh, next week being episode 36. No coincidence, WrestleMania 36. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick, quick break here for another message from one of our sponsors. Uh, we'll be right back with our continued look at the, our continued look, it should be our continued celebration of Women's History Month uh, with G Money's look at the legendary Mickey James. Uh, we got our trivia from for this week. Uh, we got some Q&A questions, and then we're going to do our draft picks for some uh, fun segments coming up over the next few weeks. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Hey, Russell Gooden Podcast. Are you a fan of old school WWF, but you don't want to give that millionaire Vince McMahon any more money? Well, lucky for you, I owned a VCR back in the 90s and recorded every pay-per-view. Each tape is $15.99, and we can meet up at the Mayflower on 15501. Hit me up on Facebook, Will Jeffrey. I still got vape juice. All right, and we are back. Um, so G-Money is going to take us through our country herself. The legendary Mickey James for our continued look history month. Yes, yes. Mickey James Aldis. Yeah, that's right. If you didn't know she's married to Nick Aldis, you should know this. But uh, yeah, she is an American professional wrestler and country singer. As a wrestler, she is a commentator for WWE's brand main event and performer at her WWE SmackDown brand. I did not know that. I thought she was still on Raw. But what do we know? She wrestles whenever she wants. When did she get drafted uh, to SmackDown? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's what it says on here. It says she's on the SmackDown. Huh. Game, so um, let's hope she gets put in that fatal uh, whatever, that 6 5 challenge when it comes to six members. That would be great. James began her wrestling career in 1999 as a ballet on the independent circus circuit, where she was known under the name Alexis Laurie. She trained in several camps to improve her wrestling abilities before working for NWA Total Nonstop Action in June 2002, where she gained national attention. After only a few appearances, she joined a stable called The Gathering that was written in the storylines with the group. She is the only woman to be involved in the promotions Clockwork Orange House Fun Matches. 
It was actually that match was uh, pretty awesome. They would um, it was something that Raven had uh, came up with. Of course, Raven like um, basically they would lower down like a wall to a steel cage, and they would just there was like weapons chained to it, and basically you just like beat the shit out of each other. So it was like a hardcore match, pretty much. So it was pretty awesome. And the uh, the stable, uh, the gathering stable, yeah. um, also included which included uh, CM Punk. Nice. Uh, James made her uh, WWE main roster debut in October 2005 and was placed in a storyline with Trish Stratus, in which James' gimmick was that of Stratus' biggest fan turned obsessed stalker, an angle which ran over eight months. She received the push and she won her first WWE Women's Championship at WrestleMania 22. The title she has held a total of five times. Awesome. Yeah, highlight out of that match. Uh, at WrestleMania. Vicky's counter. Which, of course, she sucked her hand and just it afterwards. Not just a shot, she gave her hand. Uh, um, you know they say WWE Network like it's not edited like it's the original not true because they cut that out and replaced it with a with a shot of the crowd you can only find that quote yep 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 she's got a long story career WWE TNA WWE TNA more WWE I don't want to go into all the details. There's so much to talk about. I could be here for 30 minutes talking about it. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through her long list of championships. Because it's, it's a long list. All right. So, uh, for the Kobe promotion, she was Kobe Pro Champion. Pro, and she is Kobe Pro Hall of Fame. Uh, Cyberspace Wrestling Federation, she was the one champion there. Uh, Dynamite Championship Wrestling, she is the DCW Women's Champion once. Uh, Ground Zero Wrestling, she was the Women's Champion there. Uh, Impact Championship Wrestling, she was ICW Super Juniors Champion. Uh, International Pro Wrestling UK, she was the IPW UK Championship once. Maryland Championship Wrestling, she was the NCW Women's Champion. Mirror Wrestling Federation, she was PWF Universal Women's Championship one. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, she was Woman of the Year in 2009 and 2011, and ranked number one of the top 50 female wrestlers in the PWI Female 50 in 2009, which was uh, really uh, still in Championship Wrestling, she was the SCW Beatles Champion once. In TNA Wrestling, she was TNA Knockout Champion three times. And TNA World Cup of Wrestling with Christopher Daniels, Shane Storm, Frank Gazarian, and Kenny King. Uh, Ultimate Championship Wrestling, she was UCW World once. Ultimate Wrestling Federation, she was UWF Women's Championship two times. Uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Most Distinguishing Promotional Tactic, 2009, Piggy James Ingram. Amazing stuff. Uh, 
WWE, she was WWE Women's Champion five times and WWE Divas Champion one time. Who fucking cares about the Divas title? Nobody. So, uh, <coughs> that's it. That's Mickey James. You want to watch some of her amazing matches? I mean, honestly, like anything with like that stuff with her and Trish. Um, some of her TNA matches were pretty good, also. All you gotta do is type in her name on YouTube and you'll get like 5,000 videos. You can also find a couple of her videos if you type her name into Pornhub. Yes, you can. <laughs> Which, by the way, Pornhub Premium free for two months, so uh, don't get your <laughs> I had to. Come on. Uh, you had to sign up for the premium? Uh, no, I mean, I didn't do that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> that went sideways real quick. <laughs> yes, it did. But, uh, All right. We'll uh, I guess. So, trivia. You know? Trivia. Last week. Trivia. Uh, which wrestling tied for holding the European Championship the most times? If you knew the answer, and you get D'Lo Brown. Stuff that goes pat on the back because you are correct. I just want to, I just want to say, if you knew the answer to this question, you're a lying fucker because you did not know the answer to this question. You put it in Google and you sent it to us because you didn't fucking know it was D.L. Brown. If you knew it was D.L. Brown, you're a fucking liar because no one knew that answer. <laughs> All right, nobody. Trivia question: <laughs> WrestleMania theme, um, and that question is: At the first WrestleMania, who did Greg the Hammer Valentine defend the Intercontinental Championship against? There's no choices; you either know it or you don't. So, again, at the first WrestleMania, who did Greg the Hammer Valentine, Valentine, not Valentine, Jesus, defend the Intercontinental Championship against? So, go ahead and send your answers to. Um, our email at askrustlegeddon at gmail.com. Go ahead and put in a subject line, episode, episode 35 trivia answer. Or you can drop that answer into any of the social media posts promoting this episode. All right. Um, we have no audio Q&As, which makes, makes my job a little easier this week, so I don't have to edit anything in. Um, and these are actually from the, the MVP himself, Carl. Who we haven't heard in a while. Yeah. He found some free time to send us so, um, All right. So, Carl wants to know what we think about a WrestleMania match between Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in a last man standing match. But instead of wrestling, they just go around shaking hands and touching doorknobs. So, it took me a little bit to understand this. Don't ask me why, because you know, I'm an idiot. You know. So I fucking read this. I read it twice, and I got it, and I laughed <laughs> so hard I couldn't even imagine how amazing this match would be. But I the thing is, what, like, I the match would take like a month. <laughs> I know the coronavirus takes at least two <laughs> weeks to show any symptoms. So I mean, like for them to contract anything, it'd, it'd be a month-long last-man-standing match, and it, I, honestly, it'd get boring. 
<laughs> it would be great though because they wouldn't need to show it the whole time. They just need to like, have check in to be like checking in. Let's see Hogan how just it's going. Like the... Let's see, Rick. R- <laughs> Hogan just licked the toilet. Rick Flair, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh, Woo! <laughs> oh, I'm taking a ride on Space Mountain. Woo! <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, Carl's next question: uh, Which person on Netflix's Tiger King would make the best professional wrestler? I well, to be honest, I have not watched what watched this at all, so I haven't, haven't watched it either. Though three kids doesn't really leave you a time to watch a whole lot of TV, um, and I don't, I don't think I have any interest in watching this at all. Like. I mean, it's great to see that Zicky Dice has found some work outside of NWA, but as of right now, I've got no interest in watching Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I haven't, haven't... So, uh, yeah, so Carl's final question is, what do you think the happening at WrestleMania? Um... I think we'll definitely have at least one or two, but it's not going to be probably all the ones we want. Yeah. I don't, I'd be very surprised if they go ahead and pull the trigger uh, winning the title, especially in an empty arena. They may push that off. Um, that is, if we even get a soft slam. Like, because the type of title odd reaction for. But the downside too is if um, any momentum may and we may get like a completely different so yeah I mean it's one of those things too where like you honestly can't tell me that you think that Goldberg is going to retain like it doesn't make sense because then you're like okay now we have to have Goldberg for another match and he has to be here for this and like their whole entire thing was bring him back, have him face Rose Well, well the biggest thing with this for a while. Like I don't think that oh, uh, the biggest thing with that too is like this is their chance on Roman where he's not going to get the shit boot out of him Yeah, exactly I mean, he'll get the shit boot out of him, but, you know, whenever he... Yeah, fans I mean, back. who knows? Maybe they'll be, like, so excited just to be at an event again with other wrestling fans and to see something live that they may not boom. They just may they'd be overwhelmed with joy, and Roman would actually get cheered again. Maybe. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> All right. So, uh, those are our Q&A, uh, and we're actually going to end the show with our draft. So the premise of doing the draft um, for us was mainly to have some extra content uh, just in case wrestling does not continue, which doesn't look like it might not. But other than that, it at least gives us something fun to do over, you know, a few weeks, things like that. Or we'll see how, at least over the next month, uh, so to say, because we're going to run down what we're going to do. Uh, so right now, what we got is the current roster members for WWE slash NXT, NWA, and AEW are all eligible. Uh, will be 30 picks per brand, uh, two legends, 
two picks have to be legends, alive or passed on. Uh, six of those picks also have to be women superstars. Uh, tag teams and factions can be split. Um, so tag teams, unfortunately, will not count as one vote as one pick because that would kind of rosters. Same with factions. I'm trying to keep it like even thirty. Uh, titles based on brands chosen, and after this episode, um, each week we'll book a seven match show for each. Um, and then we'll do 10 matches for the pay-per-view with five matches representing each brand. So it'll be three weekly shows being a pay-per-view. All right. So, uh, we did, we didn't do a coin toss. We just kind of decided on, uh, we want to do, cause it's kind of hard to be kind of hard to do a coin toss when neither one of us are, you know, sitting next to each other, just kind of keep it honest. Uh, so basically, what had happened had picked his brand, and um, I got first draft pick. Yes. So, uh, with that being said, you get to the box here. Said email my draft picks. Well, you're fine. I'm trying to find. <laughs> trying to find my mic. So that being said, uh, G Money has picked the SmackDown brand, and of course, we'll take the titles that coincide coincide with SmackDown. Um, I am taking Raw, um, which will give me the titles that coincide with Raw. And uh, my first roster pick is none other than the villain himself, Marty Skrull. Wait a minute! Hold on a minute! Hold on! You said NW and AEW. He's, he's on NW. He's not on either one of those. So I don't know that you can. I mean, yeah, but he's not signed to NW. Uh, okay. No, <laughs> no, I just. Saying, like, I mean, you can pick. You're him. right. I just I'm like because he's been on NWA and he's fighting for the NW. Uh, the other thing I want to say with this too is we're not counting the 24/7 title and we're not counting the, the Raw or like the tag, title. tag titles. We're just doing the main title. So we're doing like, you know, the, the main like roster title, Universal WWE. We're doing the uh, United States Intercontinental tag titles for both women's titles for both. That's all we're correct. About. We're not doing the rest. Because, you know, we're all, you know, exactly. we don't have too many titles. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I rescind my Marty okay. Scurll pick because, you know, that is correct. WA, you can just work for him. You just wrestle for occasionally. So I will do my backup pick, which is none other than the NXT champion, Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, I figured that was coming. All right, well, I think I have to uh, do uh, my number one pick, which is the, uh, you know, he's going to be the Friday Night Messiah. Nice. Seth Rollins. All right. Uh, my number two pick, Broken Matt Hardy. Nice. <laughs> I hate you for that, but yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, my number two pick is going to be uh, the American Fuck. Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Damn it. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're gonna steal a lot of each other's picks. Oh, just so you know. uh, but you you probably didn't have this one on your radar at all. But uh, my number three pick is none other than the NWA Television Champion, the Outlandish Zicky Dice. You're right because I don't like him. Uh, but speaking with NWA, I'm gonna pick Ricky Starks. Nice. Uh, my number four pick, the Prince, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, nice. My number four pick is going to be the drunk man himself, Hangman. Nice. All right. Uh, we got number five. Uh, let's see. I got like a few alternates for this one, but you, you picked one of my alternates, which was Ricky Starks. I'm going to take Angel Garza. Nice. I would not have thought that. And my number five pick is going to be. Uh, let's see. My number five pick is going to be. Hmm. Oh. The world's champion, Nick. Oh, Owens. nice. The real world champion. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Uh, my number six pick, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. And then my sixth pick is going to be nice. Omega. Uh, number seven, Long Island IZ himself, the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting, the $1,000 broski, my dude, Zack Ryder. You know what? That's fine. Because I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Mustafa. All right. All right. My number eight pick, the Scotty Pippen of wrestling figure collecting. Bare minimum, Kurt. Kurt Hawkins. Oh <laughs> okay. Bare minimum himself. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pick. Hmm. I'm gonna pick Roddy. Ooh, Strong. nice. Right. I pick number nine. Bob Fit. Sticking with tag team people, I'm going to pick D'Angelo nice. Dawkins. All right. I'm going to follow up my number nine pick with his tag team partner, Kyle O'Reilly. And I will do the same and pick uh, Montez. All right. My number 11 pick is one of my legends. And it is none other than the Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. Dig it. Yeah, see, I don't need to do that nah. early because you're not going to pick mine. 
All right. I'm going to stick with picking tag teams. Nice. Nick Jackson. Uh, My number 12 pick, Big Doc himself, Luke Gallows. Nice. And I am going to pick Matt Jackson. And my number 13 pick, lucky number 13, which will round out the OC for me, is Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Hmm. All right. Well, I am going to pick Dolph Ziggler. All right. Uh, number 14 pick. This one, uh, I'm going to take The Fiend. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when you were going to pick that. I decided not to pick it for a reason. Oh, all right. A reason I'll tell you about later. Well, let's see. I got Ziggler. Hmm. Um, my 14th pick, I'm going to pick Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso. All right. Uh, pick number 15, Luchasaurus. Uh, number 16, the one man band himself. Marco Slater. Oh, now I'm Marco Stunt, man. Then I have to get permission slips and all this other shit. Got enough dealing with permission slips. <laughs> Heath Slater. My 16th pick is going to be. Uh, uh, number 17 North Carolina's own from Burlington, North Carolina Cameron Grimes Cameron Grimes alright and my 17th pick because I better <laughs> pick them before you do Nice. The Velveteen Dream. Uh, pick number 18, Isaiah Swerve Scott. I thought about that too. All right. My 18. I have this like, long list of stuff. <laughs> oh. My 18th pick is going to be nice. Drew Gabagulak. Uh, number 19 was kind of a toss-up between but I am going with Dash Wilder. I'll let you pick him even though you know that he's the only one. <laughs> actually signed, but My ninth team pick is going to be the Spanish God himself. Nice. You're going to make a tag team with Ricky Starks and Sammy? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, speaking of tag teams, number 20 is the other half of the revival, Scott Dawson. All right, my number 20 is going to be... Nice. Uh, Cesaro. All right, 20... Lucky number 21. Cassidy. All right. And my number 21 is going to be... Nice. Uh, let's see. Pick number 22. Pentagon. All right. My number 22 is going to be... Let's see. My number 22 is going to be... Tyler Breeze. My number 23 pick, Ray Phoenix. All right. Let's see, getting those <laughs> lucha bricks. All right. How many? Uh, should we just one? Well, you've picked one of your legends. No, I can't. You should still have. You still got another legend. Well, I counted that as one of my picks for like my men's roster. That's why I picked a man, male and female legend. Oh, so you didn't? Okay, I got you. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I have one more regular, and then I have to pick my legend yeah. if I picked a male, which I did. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 I got you. All right. Um, my twenty-three. Since I only have. One regular one left. I'm going to throw you curveball. a curveball on this one. I'm taking my man a curveball because you would never have even, you didn't even think about putting him on your list. I'm putting Mansoor on my list. The man who is undefeated. Oh, yeah. In India. Oh, yeah, buddy. Or Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. sorry. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's fine because my final pick for my men's roster is a man so tough. That you could strap a bucket into around his neck and let him run loose through Ethiopia, freaking Murdoch. All right, and my legend, and he's the legend I'm gonna pick, is nice. The legendary Sting. That's a top one. All right, so that's. 24 picks from yeah. six left with both our shows. My first pick is none other than the head bitch, Mia Yim. Nice. You already know who nice. I'm going to pick. My number two pick, my girl, Ember Moon, who I am undefeated against in Words with Friends. My next pick is going to be 
Nice. And uh, I said I picked a female legend, and my female legend pick is none other than WWE Hall of Famer, Mrs. Rated R Superstar herself, Beth Phoenix. I will also pick my, nice. legend, which is uh, my number four pick is the one of the baddest women on the AEW roster, and that is Sheeta. Next. My next pick is going to be nice. I Alex actually Kidd. contemplated, like, went back and forth between her and, um, uh, my next pick, number five, Oscar. My twenty ninth pick is going to be. Hmm. I'm nice. Do it. Bianca Belair. And my final pick is none other than Mercedes Martinez. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when you're gonna say that name. And my my last one, just because I love her, and I, I'm gonna put her on my list regardless of her in ring abilities. I am ring. honestly surprised you did not pick Alexa Bliss. <laughs> oh damn! It. All right, I changed my last one. My last one is not Mandy Rose. It's Alexa Bliss. I'm writing it off. Alexa Bliss. My bad. I forgot all about her. I'm sorry, Bliss. I love you. I hope you listen to the podcast more. I love you. You're the last. I really, Alexa Bliss. Really surprised you picked Mandy Rose over Alexa Bliss as your last pick. Oh, yeah, I mean, oh, no, 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 no. Mandy Rose is You didn't put Alexa Bliss I, I on your list at all. I, I forgot. I forgot all about her for whatever reason. <laughs> Shame. Shame. Shame on me, man. Shame on me. A lot of shame going on. So I think we got some pretty good rock. <sighs> all right. All right. I, like I, I had a plan that actually. Group. I believe we do. I got like a lot of the tag teams I wanted. I got a couple of the factions I wanted. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's so funny that you did what I wanted to do because uh, I know you. Because <laughs> you're going to do exactly what I want to do. I wanted to so badly draft Broken Matt Hardy to wrestle the Fiend. That's oh, really? I, I didn't I think of that. I was looking yeah. at like Star Power. Because my alternate for the fiend was either Jericho, Hangman, or Omega, and you picked Hangman and Omega. So I was like, "Oh, I didn't pick the fiend yet or Jericho." So it was kind of like a toss up between the two of them. I was like, oh, "Let me take the fiend." Yeah. Well, at least all the tag teams that were on here are gone, except for Heavy Machinery. I thought about it. But I was like, "I don't really want to." Yeah, I um. Eh, my plan. Uh, the other thing I was looking at too, because I had um. My uh, alternates. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people we didn't. Oh uh, no, my alternates for uh, Pentagon and Phoenix were Trent and Chuck. That's why I picked Orange Cassidy. But since you didn't pick Pentagon, yeah. or Phoenix, I was like, oh shit, well, let me like, Neither one of us picked. Neither one of us picked Tommaso Ciampa, Gargano. I have. Um, 
No one picked. I have Garbano and Chamba as alternates if you pick Fisher O'Reilly. Oh. Uh, I wanted to keep somewhat of undisputed error since I picked Adam Cole. Yeah, me. Except for Roddy. He basically got all of undisputed error yeah. except for Roddy because yeah. I beat Roddy. Yeah. All right, so this should be fun. Oh. I may I may have a slight advantage over you because I play a lot of those simulators, so uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, all the experience I have is watching uh, Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods play uh, Raw vs. SmackDown 2006. And the only thing is, uh, we're going you know, to find someone to vote on who got the better show week. So uh, we might have to... Uh, Shout out to the, the MVP. That's uh, that's something he wants to do. Yeah, we could do that. But you know, he uh, he only likes like like four people <laughs> in current day roster. So uh, everyone else he doesn't care about. So I don't know that he's the wise choice to pick. But you know, <laughs> that's all good. All right, um, you got a, a theme of the week for us? Wrestling theme of the week. Don't Me either. Honestly, not until now. So. I mean, you know, coming up with a, a comeback to what we had last From Birth week, of Faye? There's a lot to come back <laughs> Birth of Faye, man. It was Birth so great. of Faye. Um, I love you, my sweet, sweet Birth of Faye. <laughs> let me think. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm so done. I can't. I just can't. Oh, man. Um, funny thing is, I'm sitting here in front of like my entire oh. wrestling figure collection as I'm doing this. And uh, unfortunately, where I'm located, I can't really see my entire like women's figures you know, to keep with our Women's History Month. Um, man. Uh, it's kind of rough. Yeah, I don't know. Does like May Young have like a theme song she comes out to? I mean, I think she should. Generic type one kind of that they use for her. That's garbage. Uh, garbage. Yeah. I know you Melina? should. You should do Melina. That would be Melina. Yeah. Yeah. Let's throw in Melina's theme music for our uh, theme of the week. Here we go, Melina. So we'll end the show with that. Um, thank you all for listening to episode 35 of the Wrestle Again podcast. Uh, hopefully, audio quality is not too bad. If it is, I do apologize. Um, like I said, it's something new for us. Generally, we're in the same room doing this, but with the stay-at-home orders that are being issued, it's this is something new, and we'll get the kinks worked out. Um, over the next few weeks so but uh, yeah thank you guys so much for listening be sure to follow us on Instagram Twitter uh, like the Facebook page uh, subscribe to us on whatever app it is that you're listening to uh, this podcast on uh, as well as leaving us a five star frog splash review on iTunes uh, just to get the name out there all the fun stuff look for the Elite 75 Hurricane Unboxing 
uh, video uh, later this week slash weekend because uh, that figure has been sitting on my table um, waiting to be open. I'm getting real itchy because uh, I want to get it out and get my hands and mess with it. Because uh, if you haven't figured out by now, the Hurricane is one of my favorite wrestlers. Top three. With so to have a new Mattel figure for him is fantastic. Um, it's one down, two to go because he was the chase for that line. But uh, that's all I got. So, uh, you got anything? I'm good. I mean, uh, okay. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands, Al. Shut your ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. We'll talk to you again next week. Episode 36. Uh, we will deep dive into the card for WrestleMania 36. Hopefully, we get some stipulations added for Alt Collins, any other matches. Uh, maybe we'll get some match orders on which nights what is taking place. Um, we'll take a look at the uh, a little more in depth with NXT over the next couple weeks. Uh, hopefully. EW next week uh, we will find out uh, but on that note again thank you all for listening I'm Kirsten Heat Matthews he's Gary G Money Monday and this was episode 35 of the Wrestle Getting Podcast